very often. things of that nature very often um yeah i mean especially now it's just like i feel like you know there was so much happening like i think like every month um it's just like every every time something like i guess awful happens in the news cycle or that we see it's just like i do take that time to just be like i'm alive i'm safe you know i have a place to live i have food like i got a lot to be grateful for and some people are looking at that shit like mm, better them than me shoot that looks that looks kind of tough mm. man yes you know it's it, you know it's an interesting time because it's like well for me it's a whole lot going on and absolutely positively nothing fucking happening at the same damn time yeah yeah i guess it depends on what your mission is if you have one at all mm-hmm. what your purpose is if you it like if you're moving like a person of purpose at all mm-hmm. um so for some people they've been busy me mm-hmm. you i'm sure um because stagnation is an enemy of mine mm-hmm. um we're not buds i don't fuck with stagnation mm-hmm. or anything of that nature so you know stay in the gym i'm sure yeah. you've been in the gym you've been in your bag creatively you know Doing what i'm saying home workouts Doing what I can. Yo, I'm sure. Yeah. Right. So I meant um, like a metaphorical gym, but also yeah, sure, you, sure. also the physical one. Yeah, like straight up. Like I just trained up, you know, just for whatever it's going to be because we're not back at full tilt until we just are. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I don't think that no one knows until they do. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, like that's interesting. It's... um. I've learned a lot. That's good. I've learned a lot. Yeah. I've learned a lot. Um, what have you realized about yourself, if anything? During this whole time, I'd say, um, I'd say the, probably one of the bigger things is like, I really am my own enemy, my own worst enemy. Mm-hmm. And that to get things done, it is still up to me. You know, there's a lot of things that as actors we have that are out of our hands. And I feel like, you know, living that life for years now already kind of starts like forcing us to find different ways to take, you know, our lives and our fates and matters into our own hands as much as we can. Um, But I feel like with a pandemic too, like, um, there are so many things that we have to do that we just, we can't, we can't wait for people to give it to us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we just got to find every venue that we can, you know, turn every stone over um, so that we can do our best to stand around our two feet and then help others come up with us. Have you found that, that you've gotten even deeper into your focus, like just deeper into your bag when things just became very simplified real fast? It just yeah. became simple. Wants and needs, super simple. It's like, okay, a lot of shit fell off that didn't need to be there to begin with. Yeah. And then a lot of things that were essential just got augmented in its importance. Yeah, for you know? sure. For sure. It's like, damn, that shit never did matter, did it? And then it's like, you know what? The fundamentals, damn. Yeah. yeah. Let's just sharpen the blade. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, that way the cut's clean every time. Yeah. With flawless, peerless technique, you know? Yeah. You know, I've been on some Amy Jo Berman uh, shit. Oh, nice. 
Fast you know, track, I think. I don't know. I can't remember her. Uh, we've been doing. I've been working on the uh, the audition work. Uh, audition rock star joints. Uh, something domination. You know, she likes her uh, <laughs> the phrases and terms and shit. Yeah, some epic and amazing, and world world beating. But um, watching a lot of UFC, a lot of fights, per usual, but even more so now because, I mean, at one point, it was like the only sport in the world <laughs> going on because no one else could figure out how to do it. Right. You know, I'm not sure if you watch uh, sports or fights or not. Not too much here and there. Maybe some highlight clips will pop up on YouTube or Twitter or something. Mm-hmm. I see you have a GT racing uh, gaming chair there. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, this is like some random, like, I don't even know if it's a knockoff brand, but I found it on Amazon for relatively cheap um, mm-hmm. compared to like the, the like super expensive ones that I guess everyone uses. But yeah, I feel like, I mean, I am a big gamer myself, but also my previous chair was um, one of those, what do you, the, the medicine ball chairs. Oh, shit. What does that look like? I'm trying to visualize. It's it's literally just a medicine ball that you shove into like this plastic like holder with like as many miniature back that you don't even use technically because you're supposed to stay, sit up straight on that thing. And I, you know, I bought it like years ago when I first moved out here because I saw someone use it. And I was like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. I could buy a chair to help me like maintain my core so that I sit up straight. But then like, if I'm not focused, I'm going to slouch. I end up slouching anyway. So then, <laughs> so then that's, for one, that's not good. And two, um, I finally just sat and realized, um, ironically, when I was trying to improve my own gaming, that like that chair was way too high for my own desk. So I was actually leaning forward and my arms were too high for the desk. And so I think that was adding to like just stress in the shoulder shoulder muscles and stuff and just kind of like rounding my shoulders forward. So um, I found when I finally realized that I got a new chair, got a gamer chair that luckily turned out to be just nearly perfect for my desk height and my arm positioning and just shoved that medicine ball sucker out in the living room. Let someone else deal with that. I didn't realize how important the proper chair was until you get to a point like, like you have injuries or this or that, or, mm-hmm you're gaming more and more and then you you're like one thing that happens is your body compensates i think and then mm-hmm. you establish this normalcy yeah and you believe that this is the way that you're supposed to feel mm-hmm. until you get some real shit <laughs> yeah exactly that's designed for you yeah. it's ergonomically sound and then you're like i'm like sitting on nimbus right now yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like goku on nimbus bro <laughs> I understand why he's always so smiley faced when he's on this cloud. (laughs) This is amazing. Oh my gosh. Lumbar support. Yes, please. It's incredible, man. I just got a, uh, what is it? It's uh, a secret labs, um, a Titan. But I was like, man, I will never not get a, a dope chair again, or just something that, that has, ergonomics in mind you know at any price point any price point but just some company that has your long term like your longevity in mind Mm -hmm. you know like with those features even the um like the the armrests Mm -hmm. i never thought of things like armrests and where your arms rest Mm -hmm. um but it's got the the 4d 
not for for mentions, but for uh, directions. I know the people mixed that up probably. I would have. I was like, four, 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 this thing moves in four dimensions? This is crazy. What? You know what I'm saying? But no, that wasn't the case. So I was um, I'm like, okay, so what does the D mean? And it was like, directions. I was like, of course it does. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, man. What are you playing? What have you been playing? Oh, man. Well, I actually just started streaming on Twitch uh, Me too. Like a few weeks ago. How's it nice. going? How's it going, man? It's good. Um, it's been super fun. Um, getting to understand the platform, the community, um, and like also what I want to play and I want what other people would want to watch me play. Because mm-hmm. the original inspiration was <laughs> weird because of pandemic. I was playing Call of Duty Warzone like every night with my friends for like two months three months straight just for months and we're like should we stream this i mean we're doing it every night so why don't we just put it online as well and for me i was like ah nah it's not for me it's not for me i've gone live and on like instagram and stuff it's weird i don't like it Mm -hmm. um but eventually there was yeah like just you know the little waterfall snowball effect like someone someone like pushed one person to do it and that person did it and it's like all right fine 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 i'll do it i'll do it and we all kind of jumped on together um but as it turns out no one wants to watch someone else play call of duty <laughs> for hours on end unless they like really want to see that person i think at least for me because like i had what i started out with like no followers i don't think like I'm okay at it. I'm not like a pro level. And I feel like if people want to watch like sports, like someone perform at the optimum level, then they're going to watch the pros. Mm-hmm. So then like, why would they want to come watch me? So they have a lot of like soul searching and trying to figure out like, what can I bring to the table that would make me unique to, you know, all the other the hundreds of thousands of other streamers out there. Um, Especially when I'm also, if I'm playing Call of Duty and I want to like get wins or kills or something, like I'm not focusing on like interacting with my chat. So I'm just like, like <laughs> slack jawed and shooting at things, you know, Trans, just be like, just transfixed. Yeah, just like, all right, all right, just being really focused. And then finally be like, oh, we got that. And then be like, oh, right. Yeah. The, the thing you asked me 10 minutes ago. Oh, and the person's not even in the chat anymore, probably because I was too focused on the gaming. So, um, yeah, I've been branching off to just do other stuff that's just more entertaining, but also can add to the, um, Add to being an actor, you know. So, um, recently I started trying out some Dead by Daylight. What is that? Which is um, so this is this is a really interesting game. It's basically a four v one, like, it's like a slasher film simulator, I guess you could call it. Okay. So like, the 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 one player is the killer, and there's four survivors, and so the person playing the killer gets to choose from like, both um kind of archetypal like villains from slasher films or actual like Mike Myers is a downloadable um what's it called it's like a purchasable add-on um what's his name Freddy Krueger um or else they kind of created just like archetypal like the hillbilly he runs around with a chainsaw and a hammer and like you know can sprint with a chainsaw or like a ghost that can go invisible and stuff and a ghost that can go invisible imagine that imagine that (laughs) Uh, he like hits a bell and becomes invisible, and so Perfect. the killer. <laughs> <laughs> so the killer, yeah, basically hunts down the four survivors and just tries to kill them all. And then the four survivors are like the stereotypical kind of like 
you know the the slasher movie survivors you know then then they also kind of brought some people from like oh there's stranger things you know mm. uh nancy wheeler and steve harrington from stranger things are like characters you can buy um otherwise it's just like just like a diverse group of people that like just happen to screw up in a situation and they're ready to like try to survive but they also have their own perks and stuff and so it becomes like a very strategic game but then i also like you know because i'm streaming it then i get to like I'll play the hillbilly and then just like make up some weird backstory and put on the hillbilly accent and run around with my chainsaw and try to slash at the people coming from my mother's petunias or something and mm -hmm. just do like just have fun with it and just try to entertain the people watching me for that this is an interesting point so i want to circle back around well we're still in the realm so when it comes to that twitch shit i was trying to figure out the same thing i was like okay i was like one I don't have Saltine's time. I don't know if he still games or Ninja's time mm -hmm. to become Ninja-like right. when it comes to a singular game. Because one, I like to stream in a variety. Sure. So I, I like to play what I'm loving yeah. in that time and in that moment because everyone's going to get more out of that. Mm -hmm. um, two, I was like, how can I train? How, mm -hmm. could, how could this, and I think about this all the time with uh, Kung Fu, with Wing Chun, everything, I think in the same, along the same lines, mm -hmm. how can this become training for me? How can I improve in other realms, other arenas, and just drag these attributes over here and drop them over there? And with what I'm doing over here, benefit me over there. And what I'm doing over there, benefit me right back over here. And it's all a part of the same ecosystem of improvement. Yeah. Um, with the Twitch, I'm like, well, I'm a, I'm a fucking performer. Mm -hmm. Okay. I have those things going and you have those things going that a lot of people, the majority of cats don't have. Mm -hmm. So some, that's what, that's what they have to lean into and lean on is that they're dope at this game. They're the best at the game. They're on the leaderboards of this game. And so it's that competitive nature. Yeah. So people watch mastery. They're tuning in for, in for mastery. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's cool. Some, some people want to be entertained. Some people, most people, everyone wants to be entertained, mm -hmm. right? So that was entertaining to them. This dude's hilarious. I don't know what he's going to say, what, like when he's going to say it. It's um, sometimes some um, streams I watch, it's the character mix. Sometimes they do squad streaming and I'm like, I love the chemistry between the people playing the game. I don't yeah. give a shit about Warzone, but what mm -hmm. I do like, give a shit about is listening to the worst fire team ever. <laughs> the worst fire right. team ever eric yeah. griffin and the, like you know the homies like the banter like you tune in and you're like a fly on the wall mm -hmm. you're a part of this cool conversation you know what i'm saying and so i was like okay 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 treat it like a cafeteria treat it like you know the cool part of the party you know what i'm saying and it's like hey man just be the act that attracts and that takes me back to a uh a mentor of mine at syracuse not the Rick Wright Jr. He's like, look, just be an act that attracts. And that just echoes, you know, now more than ever. I was like, just trying to figure out, okay, damn, I'm going to get so good at this game. It's like, no, nah, be sufficient, though. Be proficient. But mm. aside from that, lean into your gifts. That's what they'll show up for, for you. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes your stream uniquely yours or, or what you do. Mm -hmm. um, a mom and pop shop that they have to travel to, you know, kickapoo missouri to visit to get the items that they want yeah that's more specific mm -hmm. and so now i just have a ball some people want to show up and hang out cool 
You know what I'm saying? And if they want to yeah. dip, fantastic. You want their style. But eventually, your tribe finds you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the search really isn't even external or via your environment. That search is internal. Like you just mentioned it. You're like, man, I started the soul search. See, your search went from external and then in the environment, like the answer was out there. No, the answer was all here all along. Hide in plain sight, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah man. Like now, it's, like it's a fun thing. And probably for me, at least, just like um, when you're on set, the cameras disappear and you're just in your element. Mm-hmm. And people feel that energy. They're like, man, mm-hmm. like they're in the zone. Now, one thing technically that we do get better at, need to get better at me, um, at least I'm speaking for me, was like, monitoring the stream (laughs) (laughs) you know like like there's some cool shit and i'm not sure if you're aware of it but like there's a setting on twitch or on your ps4 whatever you're using where you can have what the stream is saying Mm -hmm. audibly play through your earphones Mm. through your cans so like text-to-speech yes text-to-speech i was trying to figure out a way to say that shit but um yeah yeah so when you go text to speech the um the algorithm is pretty good the ai is really good at articulating so you hear it clearly and then from that you're just responding so it's a nice flow you ain't gotta be like you know what i'm saying <laughs> like, like last night i was figuring that out and then we had the this mega quake and i was like okay oh, yeah. i was in the middle of a stream bro Oh man! Yeah. I was playing the Ghost of Tsushima dude in the right. zone. I was talking oh, to a homie man. who who's watching the stream. He he's in Oregon, he's in Portland. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Okay, but I was at peace. That was a good time. That was a shaker. That was that was crazy, man. My light almost fell down. It was you know elevated. I just jumped under my desk. I was chilling. I wasn't budging. I'm like, well, this is, you know what, man? If like if I perish, <laughs> if it's this way, I'm cozy as fuck. Not on my desk, like yo. <laughs> but I feel you. No, I was under. I was like, oh, if I get stuck under here, it's gonna be bad. You know what I'm saying? I, I was like, good. man, you know, you know what, man? If I pass away in this damn uh, secret labs, tightness, as cozy as death as you could fucking have. In the middle of a stream, like you're doing what you love to do, like you're playing your favorite game. Yeah. Someone's watching. <laughs> I'm like, cool. I matter right now. Um, I'm cozy as fuck right now. I'm playing the game that I love to play. This is fine. I'm at peace. Oh, all right. Weird circumstances, weird times. But hey, they'll be they'll be talking about us. They'll be talking about <laughs> us for sure. This part of history, unforgettable. <laughs> So, so you're playing um, the day before. Uh, there's Dead by Daylight. Dead by Daylight. Um, I fucked that up. Super popular one uh, called Fall Guys has come out recently. Mm-hmm. Which is like, it's like a what do you even call it? It's like just one of those like game shows that you that people go on. Like, um, what's it called? It's like a Ninja Warrior, except everyone is playing and you just have like little obstacles and like, you know, things that are spinning you have to jump over or like, you know, grab like tails off of each other or whatever. Um, but it's all wrapped up in this super bubbly bubblegum, colorful, like super cheery atmosphere, super cutesy atmosphere. Um, and that got super popular, super fast. 
Um, that one's fun to play with friends because playing alone, it's just like I don't know, just the, the it's just too much for me after so, like thirty minutes. I'm just so like, it's a party game. Yeah, more it's so a party game. Mm-hmm. Like um, Chameleon Twist used to be for N sixty four. You know what I'm saying? Poi Poi for PlayStation. Probably, I used to love the party I've games. Never played those. Um, yeah, that's a party game. Uh, Among Us is super popular now as well. That's a great, um, but that has to be multiplayer. But it's basically like playing Mafia, except with like in a game. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Mafia where you like two people are the Mafia members and then everyone else is just, um, what's it called? Townspeople and there's like one detective or whatever. And so that's the party game. But then Among Us is like a visual game version where people can run around and do tasks in a space station but then there's like one or two imposters, depending on your game rules, that can like murder people throughout the game. And everyone just has to, crew members have to just try to figure out who who the imposters are, whereas the imposters have to kill everyone. Mm. There was a party game. Um, now this is literally a party game though, but it is on the PS4. That's where I, um, a buddy of mine, a good friend of mine, uh, James Cronin, shout out to James Cronin, um it's a game called Fibbage. <laughs> mm. F-I-B-B-A-G-A uh A-G-E. Fibbage. Yeah. yeah. Fibbage is a blast, man. Like whenever we would this is pre-COVID times, mm-hmm. um, when society was um uh, doing its thing. Yeah. Um, we would get together and like that would be the go-to. You mm. I, I you, you like eventually like you eat mad food and then it was like, okay, Fibbage? Yeah, let's do some Fibbage. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> A bunch of random things, like random games. It's even difficult to explain, but it's a blast. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Like it's a lot of mind stuff. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Showing how much you know or what's missing from this thing or, mm. you know, that sort of oh, thing. That sounds fun. Oh, yeah, man. Like, like for me, it's been a lot of. Uh, oh, it's a Jackbox game. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah it's like Jackbox. And then so people can take their uh, phones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just connect and then type the code in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I played Jackbox. Yeah, yeah. I haven't okay. played Fibbage on the Jackbox games, though. Play Fibbage, man. Yeah. It's a good time. When, Fib uh, till you win trivia. Okay. Yes, it's uh, a trivia. And when we're, you know, released from uh, this prison colony, well, mm-hmm. yeah, and we'll be able to do some Fibbage. <laughs> and, like, Fibbage is fun, and it's like something that you can play for hours. Mm-hmm. It's great to build with your people. It's great to build with your people. How do you like those? Uh, what are those cloud alphas? Oh yeah, yeah. These are they're solid. I feel like they're heavier than I'd like. So sometimes it like sometimes wearing them for too long makes my neck feel all kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd like to get the yeah. I don't think these are the the cloud alphas. These are the are they the stingers? No, I think they are cloud alphas. Yeah, HyperX. Cloud Alpha Two, okay. Yeah, I don't know the exact ones. Um, Some they're solid. Cans. They're solid overall. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they were a gift, and so I took them and I wore them, and they were definitely better than my other my old ones. So I definitely stick with these. But yeah, the audio quality is really good. Definitely, audio quality is really good. What did you have before those? I think we're talking about headphones, y'all, audio listeners. Yeah. I had, I can't remember. I bought them so long ago. Yeah, they were just some like kind of collapsible, like they were still like cans and then they had like a little 
foldable mic thing oh. um, that came up and down, but they were they were all right. They were fine, but then these ones these ones just just felt better to use overall. So I just got these use these. It, man, it's funny how there's you, like you don't notice off of the rip like when you're first hopping into stuff. Like you really want to get into things and it's like, Hey, all right. So I need headphones. Okay. I'll, all right. I'll get some headphones. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you don't want to spend the time to save the money needed to get what you need to get mm-hmm. to properly experience the game or the movie that you're watching. Right. And like there's levels, like levels to this shit. Yeah. Like when you hear some like steel series, Arctis um, sevens versus, you know what I'm saying? I had some uh, Siberia's. Mm-hmm which were cool but you realize that there's levels to this shit when you mm-hmm. get like you know like what you got like the hybrid cloud alphas or like the um the arctis pros you know some shit like that you hear the surrounds like you know like the virtual surround because i have some uh uh n12s mm-hmm. which are pretty incredible like incredible but what you feel is like when you wear like different headsets you're like oh the build quality is something you should also look at because yeah, if you're using yeah. this every day, yeah, you could just snap eventually yeah. or like some, when you get them for a nice price and they sound great for the price, usually you got to pay attention t- uh, to the build quality because usually you get what you pay for as far as the build. So it sounds great until now there's no more sound. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the Siberias, they just got real quiet. And I was like, damn, it's turned up all the way, but this is as far as shit's like as far as mm. it's about to go. I did pay nineteen dollars and forty six cents for these. Okay, oh, no. I can't even be upset. Can't I? I can't be mad. Right. Shout out to Siberia for lasting for as long as they did. They did the best <laughs> that they could. I understand. So that's probably like their market. They're like, man, we don't pay nothing to make these, and you don't pay nothing to get them. So right. <laughs> could you possibly complain? The LEDs never lit up, you know what I'm saying? Raw, yeah, bro, never, like from day one. Oh, wow. You know, but it's like, it's just one of them things. It's like, nah, you know, spend you a bill, and uh, those would be your cans from here on out, you know, until you just decide Mm. to get something a little more higher end, you know? Yeah, audio stuff also has always always costs a lot. It does. It's good quality stuff. Oh, man. I'll never go back, man. Like, I got the audio interface man and then i got the, like road mics so i'm like all right mm. i just quit shortchanging myself you know what i'm saying like yeah. when you think of you, your your expression mm-hmm. just expressing yourself it's like all right i should probably be, you know, be captured in as high quality a way as possible if i can help it yeah that way i'm understood or, or interpreted in as good a way as possible i just want to be clear yeah you know what i'm saying and so, yeah, that's pretty much been a discovery, like, throughout quarantine as well. It's like, yeah, quality. Get some fucking quality. But also do your research because you can get quality at a reasonable price. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to pay for that shit to get it. Yeah. It depends on what you're doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's been some interesting things I've been picking up along the way. It's been a lot of UFC 4 for me, a lot of NBA 2K because, you know, you can play with your brothers. Right, right, right. Oh, shit run run the um the courts in the playground you know mm. you know that sort of thing haven't played destiny in a minute have you ever played destiny i played destiny 2 for a little bit 
Yeah, Forsaken. No, I don't think I even got that far. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I think I, some, I think I got it at launch, and we played for like a month, and then mm. I got tired of it for sure. It, it get kind of stale. For me, it did. Um, I mean, there's still people playing it now, so I feel like it's either you're into looter shooters, or they have been, I guess, adding more stuff or upgrading stuff. I do know there were sections that you had to like pay extra to get. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I. I don't like it enough to like. I want to. I don't want to pay like another thirty bucks or something to unlock the, like the MMO aspects of it, so that I can do more looting with my friends. So I'm gonna not. And then we all kind of fell off the wagon anyway. Man, it's funny. NBA 2K, um, one, for a basketball game, it's much more than that now. Mm. I'm not sure if you played it. Doesn't seem like you can relate, but. Uh, <laughs> NBA 2K is like an RPG. It's oh, got this cool. whole world that everyone exists in. So pretty much, it's like an au- augmented reality kind of thing where, okay. you, like, like you go off and do your adult shit, your man shit, you, you know, your woman shit, whatever you're doing. Like you deal with the kids or the fam. You know, you deal with your day, your job, your career, what have you. But you know that everyone's meeting up, not at the bar, especially uh, today. Um, you're meeting up on the playground, a virtual playground. Like you're meeting up in the NBA 2K20 world or the 2K21 world. I'm picking that up here soon. But um, that's where you meet. And so it's like, and we're in three different time zones, me, Mark, and Chuck. Those are my brothers. Mark is three hours in uh, the future. Mm-hmm. We're in the past. And then Chuck is in Denver, so he's uh, an hour ahead of me. Mm-hmm. So we got to coordinate between three time zones yeah. to make this shit pop. Then by the time we get going, Mark only got about shit two good hours in him left right. because it's like one o'clock his time. Yeah. <laughs> Midnight is time, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's cool, man. Like it's getting us through. Nice. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it was, um, it's been a lot of that. What else? Oh, what are the fa- your favorite games that you've played uh, this year? I know Final this Fantasy VII is there for me. Nice. I haven't, haven't picked that up yet. Um, yeah, it's like all the PS4 like exclusive, or at least the PS4 games, you know, Final Fantasy, um, Ghost of Tsushima, uh, that I've been waiting for, um, that I want, but there's just been too many other things as well, I guess. Um, I just... This week, um, played through Detroit Become Human, and that was really interesting. I quite enjoyed that. Um, Did you? Yeah. I mean, there's still some things that are a little bit like, okay, this is a little, you know, written a little too conveniently, or like they purposely shoved this like thing into the game. I don't, are you? Do you know about it? The I have the game. I oh, have okay. yet to. I don't know. I have this feeling about certain things and then I kind of act on that sometimes. Mm-hmm. So with this game in particular, I have a feeling it's going to be because I've been playing so many open world or giant world things mm-hmm. that like Red Dead Redemption 2, Final mm-hmm. Fantasy 7 Remake did a fantastic job making that world just enormous. Mm-hmm. So big that they didn't tell us, but that was just like the small smidget part before you get to Midgar. 
mm-hmm. for real or out of me or whatever. And I'm like, damn, yeah. like that was the I paid yeah. how, how, $80. Like, where's the rest of it? The, they're like, bro. Parts two and three. Dude, <laughs> come on, dog. I played like when I was a child. This is how long ago, 20 years ago. It was like three discs. And it was yeah. so many hours of existence that more, went too, right? Like five or something. I don't know. So it was three discs for Final Fantasy VII. It was four discs for Final Fantasy VIII. Oh my goodness! That's seven discs in totality of wonder. So now, now of course they can compress a lot of this stuff into, you know, just a file that you is is like is digital. But I'm like, man, y'all could have said something. Or like charge me twenty like twelve dollars because I feel like I done paid eleven played like seven dollars worth of this because I know <laughs> I know how much Final Fantasy seven that there is. Right. We we just now got to the edge of Midgard. Mm. Wayne talked to Yuffie. Wu Tai. We've been talking about him. We ain't nowhere near. You know what I'm saying? Like shit like that, man. I was <laughs> I'm like, this was the first skirmish with Sephiroth. Um, it's gonna be a minute. Yeah. I was like, man, I done waited my whole life to get the remake. Right. Hopefully, like they've had part two in the tuck. You know what I'm saying? They gotta, you know, tighten up some odds and ends and that sort of thing. But I don't need Joe and like IGN talking about, yeah, so they're gonna begin the development of uh I'm like, no, this is just where your reporting stops. <laughs> y'all don't know where they at in the damn development, y'all ain't there. And um, uh, you know, hopefully by the time the PS5 launches now, we should see this sometime next year. This mm-hmm. is me with no knowledge of game development, by the way, <laughs> but that's just my hopes and dreams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it was so incredible. So I'm, I'm super excited for you to play it because it was incredible. It's beautiful. In nice. fact, I'm going to play it again because I just got a new TV and I got to see it on that. I got to see it on that because I had this little ass Best Buy TV. It's like, mm-hmm. It was like a Dynex. I didn't get to experience the game, did I? Right. right. Not with them graphics and not with <laughs> that that TV's damn capabilities. And I was like, man, I got to play this whole thing again anyway because it's about to be crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's like four times the size and every damn thing. Right. But Part um, of me is waiting for the PC, the PC version to come out at some point so I could just use my computer to play it. <laughs> because of the power level. It's over 9,000. That too. That too. <laughs> It's over once now. I upgrade, awesome. once I upgrade, yeah. bro. I'm telling you, man. Like when I looked at my TV now, because you get accustomed to what you get accustomed to. Like it, mm-hmm. it just becomes normal. I'm like, no, this, this is how games look on the PS4. Right. No, in the hell they don't, bro. <laughs> when I fired up the Samsung, this damn 50 inch, I was like, <laughs> like I'm telling you, bro. I was like. I was like, damn, I got to play that whole game again. And luckily, it's beautiful and it's amazing because I will. Nice. But The Ghost of Tsushima, have you played that yet, sir? No, I really want to. I really want to. I James got Tang. Game too. Yeah, I know. James Tang. If y'all didn't know, this is James Tang. I implore you. I implore you. Treat yourself. I'm still playing it. I started nice. Um a couple months ago, a few months ago. This is how massive the world is. This is how big the game is, by the way. And also, this is how high the replay value is. Every time I fire this mug up, it's like the first time I played the game. Not that I'm still terrible. Mm-hmm. I'm amazing. But <laughs> it just hits you the same way. You know what I'm saying? Nice. It's, right. Like, it's beautiful. 
Nice. Some people are like, um, you, you know the nerds. Like, <laughs> it wasn't entirely historically accurate. I'm like, the game, though. The game. Did you enjoy the game? Okay. I will forgive them. I shall forgive them. But, man, they tried. <laughs> <laughs> they tried. They tried, you know, with the Akira Toriyama. Like, they really tried. Nice. And I appreciate that. For, thank you, Sucker Punch. Shout out to Sucker Punch. Yeah. You you need to go on and grab that. Yeah, I do. I do. You do, sure. sir. You do. I'm telling you. So, uh, but I guess what I did play this year, I feel like this year, I wouldn't have, I can't say I played anything that blew me away okay. uh, game-wise. I played, I played a few, quite a few just because, um, you know, quarantine and stuff. Um, I guess the ones that kind of stood out a bit were Hollow Knight. That was a very interesting kind of indie side-scroller game, kind okay. of um, Metroidvania style, but with a really unique art design and world. Um, very, like, bug-based world. Very interesting oh. insect, yeah. But it's all, like, hand, hand-drawn hand animation and stuff. And tough, tough combat. Um, so that stood out. I, I liked it, but I wouldn't say I loved it. Um, I'm thinking Spider-Man. about Cold Stone Creamery now. <laughs> I, I liked it. I didn't love it. You know. Yeah, it's there. You gotta have it. You have an experience. Then, yeah. <laughs> um, I actually didn't like Spider-Man that much. I played that one. I feel like I love the wall swinging and you know the world and the graphics. Okay. But I think I'm just. I hate too much repetition, and for me, it got really repetitive with just like the fighting and the missions. Kind of just had to do the same thing over and over again, and I wasn't a huge fan of the combat system as well. So then, um, I just kind of played it for the story. I was watching a homie play Spider Man, and I watched him play a few times, mm-hmm. and I felt like, and like I said, I get certain feelings about things, just certain instincts kick in like i'm like i i could see where this would go for me Mm. i saw the same shit happening over and over and Mm -hmm. over and over again but every time he went to web sling Mm. i was in Mm. but i realized that might be the only time i truly am am exhilarated when i play this game because what will happen and pale the comparison is what happens when I'm not web slinging and I'm just fighting these goofs, these yep. fucking goof troops over yep. and over again. The yep. same little combo, because you only need that one little combo. The AI is not sophisticated. You can beat the ass in the same way. Yeah. Ghost of Tsushima, my guy, this is the pitch. Nice. The Ghost of Tsushima, my guy. As you get better at the game, and I know that the audio listeners and anyone watching this shit when it drops and who've played the game, Ghost, can attest to this if you've been paying attention at all. The AI adapts and they get oh, better with you. Nice. Oh, yeah. Like they start giving you the hands, the feet, the paws in ways that you didn't expect them to. Like you thought you was just about, okay, okay. We about to just steamroll. We about to roll right up through here like we did the other village. And we about to handle business. We about to smack the Mongols up. And they about to know what hit them. Nope. They got new tactics, new strategies. Because what was working isn't. They saw what the hell you did to them boys over there. They about to make some adjustments. Sure. I'm, I'm for real. 
That's awesome. Like it forces you to get into your bag. Like the shit that you learned along the way, you better use, you better employ. Yes. Like as a martial artist, I was like loving that. I'm like, oh yeah, strategy, tactics. Yeah. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Which is That's more awesome. specific than strategy. Like strategy is the like the overview of what you aim to do. Mm-hmm. And then the like the tactics are the adjustments. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, I gotta do all of this all of the time. So you're always locked in. You stay in that zone, in that flow state, you know, if you will. Right. You know, so that's, and that's just a small part, man. Like the fighting system so fluid. Hmm. And that's just a tiny part. That's the the smallest part of the pitch. And you was like, oh, so that's the pitch? I'm like, well, it can be, and you might be sold already. (laughs) I ain't even got to talk about the graphics. I ain't ain't even got to talk about uh, the soundscape, Mm -hmm. the score. It's beautiful to look at at all times, too. Right. No, I mean, I've been sold on the game since, like, before release. I mm-hmm. just need the money to pick it up right now. I understand. <laughs> I understand. I completely understand. <laughs> the more you know. Make sure, you know, I don't want to get to a choice between do I eat for a week or play a game. So, you know, I just want to. <laughs> you know what, man? Like, Make sure the survival's safe. I completely understand, man. I was, um, I remember, especially like when I first got here to LA, mm-hmm. I used to have to make these kinds of decisions here. Mm-hmm. I, used, I, I used to have to choose between a chicken breast, just one, it's, it's depressing, a chicken breast or rice. Ooh. Should I get the rice for the chicken breast now? Okay. This is filling. I might crave chicken after the chicken and need more things with it. I was putting shit back, bro. I was like, all right, but if I get the rice and the chicken so that there's a meal involved in this meal, I can't get the cheese. Uh, Do I need cheese? It's dairy. Who needs? Do I need cheese? No, I don't need the cheese. The cheese will be a treat for when things go well. Then I'll come back and get the cheese. If I get an extra bag, I'll get the cheese. Do I get Boris head? And see, that's the good cheese. That's cheesy cheese. That's good American, right? Or do I get the Kroger shit, the Ralph shit, which is like night and day? I'm like, is this the same cheese? <laughs> it's called American. Is like, it milk? Is these it are plastic? both American cheeses. How do they taste like taste so radically different? You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right. We can do the boar's head or we can do the shit that's like $3 a pound. You know what I'm saying? Mm. For, you know, like, you know, like 59 cents a pound. But I'm like, man, I ain't cheese at all. I might as well wait till I can get the boar's head. <laughs> but I was putting that shit back. And I'm like, all right, no, I want dinner tonight. Good stuff. I, yeah, I can't just, you know what I'm saying? And then oatmeal, hella spaghetti. Because, you know, spaghetti is that struggle food right there. Because it's like, <laughs> like it's hearty. <laughs> it just sits on your stomach. The oatmeal is the same shit. I remember um, I did a national student exchange at CSUN when I was like a junior at the University of Louisville, me and a homie of mine. And like, you know, it was in between like residual checks or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Or things get tight at the end of the semester and shit. Or right before the semester starts, I should say. Hmm. When them checks drop, like you start getting dumb shoes and shit. Yeah. (laughs) Blowing your check. (laughs) I'm like, bro, that's a fixed income. You better act like you've been somewhere before. But uh, I, I used to have to um, 
I would take rice and I would put that rice into a bowl of ramen noodles. Not ramen. See, this is the problem I have with ramen. You know, the ramen craze that took over LA like four years ago. You remember all them ramen noodle shops start popping up and shit? And everybody was acting like that was the, all the rage. Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you what ramen reminds me of. <laughs> Raymond noodles. Raymond noodles. I'm talking about that hood shit. I'm talking about when you can get a whole pallet, a whole industrial sized pallet of that shit for like 39 cents. <laughs> and they're in them struggle packs, them space food packs. And then you got the, uh, the chicken on the beef powder. Amazing, by the way. Some of the best seasonings uh, earthlings have ever created. I don't give a shit about the sodium intake. But, you know, you sprinkle that shit on there and then, right, you heat it up in a little pot. It's nice and hot and it's ready to go. Then I'm like, man, but this needs to last me. So I was like, all right, I have rice. Let me boil some rice. I put the rice in there. Now it's gourmet. Mm. Struggle gourmet. Struggle gourmet. Struggle gourmet. What kind of struggle gourmet meals have you concocted that make no sense at all but make perfect sense? Man. This is actor shit, y'all. Like this is this is an artistic conversation. I mean, I feel like I've been lucky enough to I think always make sure to eat right. I feel like I mean I guess yeah, if I ever cooked for myself in in college or like living as an adult later on, it was always it was always the basics. I'd always keep it very basic. So like yeah, I remember college was just like noodles, um like a prego sauce or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like shrimp. That I'd I can't remember if I boiled it up with it or just microwave it or something, but then I just have shrimp on it as my protein. And so I'd keep things basic, but at least I feel like always still kind of like in a tasty, nutritious world. Um, and I also, yeah, I have family that I always like make sure if there's anything you're, you're eating. It's like if you need if you need food, we're always here to just here's a little bit of extra cash or something to make sure you're eating. But then, yeah, I'd always make sure like I wouldn't. I've never been a big spender. Mm-hmm. Same. So I feel like when it came down to food, it was food was, is, isn't, I guess always is my foundation for spending money on. So then like, it's always about like when I dial back, the food is still going to be there. So I feel like, yeah, like right now I'm eating the same thing like every single day. Cause I've just, I created like my diet just going through like, okay, calories, macronutrients and things I like to eat and whole foods boom set that now i buy the exact same thing every week and cook and eat the exact same thing every day <laughs> to make sure i keep money efficient and also hit all my macronutrients are y'all listening to this shit are y'all jotting this shit down huh because james tang is going to show you motherfuckers how to live i'm telling you and especially in these unprecedented times pay attention please now james this reminds this is something that we have in common. Um, I have this ability as well to happily eat the same shit often, all the time. Now, there'll be different styles of food from different parts of the world. This ain't fancy shit, like, but I'll have nights. I'm like, all right, now I got to go to my Thai spot and get my Thai food. I'm probably getting the same shit. It's going to be two things. Hanang curry, yellow curry, curry. Mm-hmm. With chicken, medium spice, perfect. 
and perfect right and uh, or i'm going to get the spicy fried rice mild with chicken because they don't understand uh mild very much <laughs> if you get medium that shit is ultra the difference between mild and medium is hilarious it's painful even <laughs> If you do medium and it's not curry, it's over. It's over. Right. You're burning the whole first layer of your tongue off. That shit. <laughs> and that bit. probably also means it's a solid Thai place then. Yeah, man. That Thai spicy then. I'm telling you, brother, it's um, I don't skimp when it comes to my uh, Thai food whatsoever. Like I'll travel to get to the Thai spot I want. Now, I just so happen to be blessed with exotic Thais right around the corner nice. in Burbank. Are you still on the side? Or? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Exotic ties right there next to that ice cream joint or whatever is over there now in that plaza next to um, Popeye's on San Fernando. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. Across from Sprouts, where I ran into you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right across the street. <laughs> so over there now, if I'm on the other side, if I'm near like Studio City, mm-hmm. which is rarely nowadays because I don't leave the crib, mm-hmm. unless I'm doing physical therapy, uh, there is a joint called Now on Nine. Hmm. Ah, you just learned something new. So now they shut down until December. This is what they say. But I get close to the people that work at my Thai places. Mm-hmm. And that's just how they are. They're just super, super, super cool, super nice, pleasant people, you know, in general. So it's always like family. Like, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. And so... They were like, hey, T, uh, like I just call and they just know. One, they know the voice and they know what I'm I'm asked for. And so it's just like, like it's already done. Mm-hmm. But they were like, hey, I'm just letting you know. It's a little slow here right now because of the 19. So we're going to shut things down until uh, December when things improve some. And I'm like, okay, but y'all got to make sure you'll come back. You can't do me like this. You can't leave me out here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so I had to find a new spot. And so exotic ties the spot over here okay you know what i'm saying but now now on nine has this legendary what makes now on nine unique is that yellow curry Mm. for sure so when they come back that's something to look forward to is that yellow curry because it's something else then i found another joint i can't pronounce the name of this joint but they are on oxnard and let me see if I can find the name of this joint because you need to know because they're open now and they have this yellow curry rivals. Do you even like curry? If not, I'm going to shut up about curry. I'm okay with curry. Hmm. I don't, it's not my first choice. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like he, he has not a glint in his eyes as I explain these things. Uh, I'm it, cool it's, with curry. it's amazing. I'll send it to you. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. should you ever have a hankering? So, uh, but I mean, I, said, yeah, I, grew, I grew up in Thailand, so there's always going to be a hankering once in a while. That's true. You're like, yeah, man, you understand. This was my raviolis, my uh, my chef Boyardee. Like, this is just what we ate every day. I know that you're amazed. <laughs> no, no, it's always good to have good Thai food. And oh LA God. has one of the biggest Thai populations outside of Thailand. Mm. So the Thai food out here, uh, depending where you are, like is usually really, really legit. Okay. Yeah. I had to get that cosign from you. You know I had to get that cosign <laughs> from you. Come on. 
so I, mean, I don't um, know I, yeah obviously i don't know if they're they're still doing it during covid but like there's the thai temple up north of like north north hollywood like i think past van nuys like near the um 170 north of the wall where the wildlings room yeah okay north of the wall um yeah northern san fernando valley there's a thai temple and they did like a I think just like a weekend, like a Sunday market where we would just sell like homemade food. Mm. And so that, I still haven't hit that up, but, and I don't know if they're still going on right now, but that was one of those places that you could also just go and like pick up like the, the real, like cream of the crop homemade Thai food. That real deal, holy for you? Yeah. Mm. I'm telling you, I went to this one joint, man. I was just like, man, you come right out of a comic book. I was like, okay, you guys trained, you did your best. Like you gave us what you think that we would want in Thai food instead of just from your kitchen, mm -hmm. from your heart, what you know and love. You know what I'm saying? Chinese spots like to do that too, mm -hmm. um, especially, you know, like even more so. I was like, yes, let's get these goofy Americans what they believe to be Chinese food. You know what I'm saying? But like someone with any modicum of a sophisticated palate is like, Wait, I've had good Chinese food before. This doesn't seem to be it. You gave me a Mickey D's Happy Meal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? One, one step up from Panda Express, basically. Yeah, man. Basically Panda Express. So I'm like, damn, man, y'all could have given me the Panda Express discount then. If you ain't going to give me the, you know, the full Szechuan. Shit. But um, I say all of that to say, man, I know audio listeners, this was super roundabout to make the point that I'm about to make. Is that, yeah, like, if I got catfish, I'm a country boy. I don't know if y'all knew by listening. Uh, catfish stays in the tuck. Sweet potato fries stay in the tuck because the sweet potatoes and the fries, which are both awesome at the same time. Um, I have ranch powder for seasoning of various things. You can put that shit on everything. Nice. Um, I'm putting y'all on game. Jot this shit down. I'm telling you. Um, and... It was spaghetti a lot, but it's like you got to keep the grains and the wheat and all that shit down to a like to a bare minimum because we ain't even we ain't even really designed to um, eat that shit in large quantities whatsoever, and that's why we like we got a lot of weird shit and weird allergies and shit as organisms now that we never had when we were foragers. It was when we stopped foraging and we decided to just live alongside our food that we started getting fucked up by the food. Um, but that's another bag. That's for another episode. Uh, so I keep it simple, right? Um, a lot of protein, high protein yield, um, low this, a lot of sweet potatoes because it's super high in a lot of things. Moringa, fresh squeezed juice every day, a shit ton of it. A lot of ginger and turmeric every single day. It's the same thing. It's such a habit that this is just the lifestyle. Like I actually crave mainly this shit to where... I'll have a burger night for sure because I'm so austere when it comes to my diet in general, because when you train this way, when you like, like when you go hard or when you demand a lot of your body, well, you need the energy systems to be on point to do that. You got to be eating right. You got to rest and then you got to recover. You know what I'm saying? Only the right foods are going to do that shit. And so I'm like, you hit the nail on the head when it comes to, having that kind of discipline. Like I just eat the same shit all the time, but I have the kind of personality. I like that familiarity because it takes me to a similar place every time I eat it. 
mentally even spiritually i'm like nah catfish reminds me of my fam and everything else and fishing <laughs> those are all things i like you know hunting and things like that and then um spaghetti kind of fell fell by the wayside because it's like no i don't need to do all of that per se occasionally i'll throw down to make a pot for an army just me though um put some minced chicken in there you know season that up you know what i'm saying a little bit of garlic that sort of thing yeah but it's the same shit all the time and then i'll go to shake shack you know what i'm saying get a double cheeseburger you know um once a month twice a month something like that just to get that fixing and be cool just be cool you gotta treat yourself man yeah i'm not one of them cats plus i fast all day every day so by the time I need nutrients, my body's absorbing everything and putting it to work. Like it's using everything. Cause when you spend a whole day burning calories, just burning. And then usually you, you don't have enough time to overeat because you don't have the space either. The uh, capacity uh, to overeat when you fast for as long as you do. And then you train on top of that. So you're at a deficit. So even when you surpass the deficit, you're probably going to barely get, you know what I'm saying? 2,500, something like that. Um, anyhow, so it's like, you know, you know, it is a fiddle. But that's pretty much the same thing I do, man. I just eat the same shit all the time. Because it's easy. You know what you're about to spend. You know what it's going to cost. Yep. You know how it's going to taste. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, cool, I'm, cool, I'm going to let my Thai people chef it up for me tonight. Cool. And then Sprouts, man, I'm telling you, they basically do meal prep. Go to that little section over there on the right side, and that's the deli. Then you've got the stuff like you have um, sweet potatoes with gravy sitting there and a nice ice cream scoop of an amount so it's nothing crazy. And then you have uh, the string beans in there. You have the the butter nut squash. Is that what the fuck it's called? Squash. Sounds about right. Yeah, the yellow shit. Butternut squash. So you got a little squash in there. You got a couple of red pepper pieces in there. So you're getting your colors. You're getting all the colors because certain vitamins are only in the certain colors. So, you, you know, you're getting your dark leafies. And then uh, roast. You're getting this pot roast, this beef roast that's been sitting there for I don't know how long. But it's like some homemade type shit. But they're doing it. And I'm like, man, and it's like six bucks. I'm like, let me scoop that up. Jot this shit down, audio listeners. I keep telling y'all. Jot this down. I'm telling you, showing you the way. It's like six bucks, depending on how like how much it weighs at the most. It's like eight bucks if they put a whole goo gob of like sweet potato or uh, meat in there. You know what I'm saying? And then that's the meal prep. And then it's cool. You just scoop a couple of those up. You spent ten bucks. You know what I'm saying? And then like the produce is what I spend most of my money on is food. It's like you know, same as you. Like I'll get, I'll make a big purchase, but it's some shit that was in investment you know what i'm saying it's like no nah, i'm gonna have this for years mm. so I'll, I'll happily spend some like money of something of that quality or caliber and then like everything else is just food just food all the time yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm saying that's where the you know the 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 crooks of of the uh you know the expenditures go yeah. toward for real there's um a kind of like financial i don't know if you call him a guru but he's just like a you know, an influencer, I guess, financial influencer that I like. Um, his name's Ramit Sethi, and he has a concept that I really like called money dials. And it's like, there's just certain things in your life that you would spend that money on, and it's a dial, you know? And it's mm-hmm. like, 
if you want to feel, you know, you, you, you work so hard to spend or earn the money, like why not spend it on stuff to make yourself feel good, mm -hmm. but just make sure it's like one or two dials. So like some people shoes are their dial. So they'll turn it all the way up, you know, drop like $300 for a pair of Jordans or something. And that's fine. As long as they're not also spending it on, you know, five-star class dining, as well as like, the, the most expensive video game cons or computer on top of like vacations and stuff like then that will just, you know, blow your bank account. But then it's like figuring out what your dials are and knowing, cool, I'll turn these up, but everything else stays low because mm. at the moment it's not necessary or it's just not even necessary in your own lifestyle. So that's a concept I really like that he, he kind of brought up. That's amazing. I hope y'all jotting this shit down. I really do, because that was uh, the more you know segment. Indeed. Th there's, um, I'm going to need you to send me that gentleman's uh, name spelled out so yeah, I can sure. look that, that cat up because it's, um, I find myself doing that where I'm not, a sh I love shoes and that sort of thing, but I'm not necessarily, I'm never the one to go, oh, the new J's are out, the bread 13s, I got to get those. Uh, so I'm uh, scouring GOAT, I'm on GOAT, I'm on, uh, you know, this shoe site, I'm on Zappos, you know what I'm saying? I got a homie, uh, he works at the shoe store, hopefully one falls off the back of a truck at a reasonable mm -hmm. price, you know, that way I'm only spending about 180 185 I'm thinking about where that could go. Instead, for me, it's like usually some audio equipment, some audio visual shit, um, something regarding to something relating to what I'm trying to build mm. or some Kung Fu stuff, training equipment. That's where it goes. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's really where it goes. And it's pretty simple. And all, all, all of the rest of it is food. But yeah, it's like my dials would probably be tech and not all the tech specific tech, right? Just the things that I use, like, uh, the podcasting equipment, that's where it goes. Mm -hmm. The podcast stuff and then um, lights, you know what I'm saying? Soft boxes for the auditions, you know what I'm saying? That's it. Like, that's where it goes. And I happily, to your point, I'll happily spend that money on that stuff. Mm -hmm. Not like, I don't even think about that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's it. And I used to be, I used to have, uh, I used to enjoy a bunch of clothes and shoes and shit, but now I've become utilitarian in the way that I dress. Mm. You, like it's more so like a uniform, not the same shit every day, but it's a nice template. It's like a base. And then I build on that Yeah. with things that I also have as a base. I'm like, I'm like a Nintendo me, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Need a shirt. Okay. Now that yeah. you got your shirt, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I'm a creative player when it comes to that shit, man. I'm not yeah. spending like a hundred dollars on the damn t-shirt because it's rag and bone. You know what I'm saying? That was a little bit. But for other people that do want to, it's like more power to you as long as like you don't do go crazy in other aspects of your life as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. Cause I guess that would probably exhibit what just a lack of control of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> if you're just like, Oh, you, you know, like your money's just burning a hole in your pocket. You got to spend it on something. Yeah. That's interesting. There's a guy, um, 
a person that I like to, he's sort of a muse, um, Naval Radican. Have you heard of him? Yeah. He, um, I heard him on Tim Ferriss, Tim Ferriss show. He is interesting. Yeah. He's very interesting. Like my mind was blown when I first heard him. I was like, where, like, where do I get in touch? Like, uh, you know, are you on Instagram? Uh, Twitter, I don't, I don't even mess with Twitter, uh, but he is on Twitter though. That's where he I is. That's where he lives. That's the weird part. He's on the thing. I'm like the most, I'm like, man, I ain't fucking with Twitter. And he's like, man, that's where I do my tweet storms. <laughs> <laughs> that's where he does his, his uh, storms and shit. But he has a podcast. Like he don't really be podcasting when he podcasts, but he's just like, here's what I said on Twitter. I'll say it out loud. And then that's the episode. It'd be like 12 minutes. Nice. And him breaking it down. Just nice. Repackaging content. He just repackaging. Making it. That's brilliant. Yeah. And if he can monetize both of those things, it's like, Shh, do that. Yeah. Like, it's very, it's very, very minimal, man. Yeah, man. So what you got going on, man? Uh, what you got on the uh, horizon? Um, what are you looking forward to? I mean, I'm looking forward to building and growing my stream. Um, I really feel like it's something that finally has clicked for me when it comes down to like who I am, what I'm into and what I can potentially make into like my online brand with. Mm -hmm. So I'm very excited about that. Um, one of the things is, yeah, I'm like, I'm planning to stream horror games uh, through October. Okay. Because of, you know, Halloween. Um, so I'm, I'm also kind of excited to do that because like, I feel like, especially when with people watching like i don't know horror games i feel like don't hit me as hard as other people do other people my friend i mean he's like you talk you talk too loudly to my friend and he like freaks out which is <laughs> hilarious because he's also like a stunty former power ranger who like you know does backflips and stuff and it's just like dude <laughs> like, like you of all people like come on um so then I feel like it's like, all right, cool. Like, well, I'm, I'm like being okay with the horror game. So why not, why not try to go amp it up a little bit, play some more Resident Evil or something during Halloween or October. So yeah, looking forward to do that. What have you been doing to you in particular, mm -hmm. as you've learned along the way of streaming on Twitch, mm -hmm. what techniques have you employed to grow your following, uh, your uh, following? So what I've been learning is the, the the ironic thing about Twitch is that you, especially nowadays, is you can't grow on Twitch on Twitch um, as effectively as other mediums. Hmm. And so the people I've been watching have been talking about how it's actually better to use things with better algorithms like you know YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok just other forms of social media to start building your following and find ways to kind of funnel them to your Twitch mm. and understanding the different values that these mediums have and where Twitch kind of falls within, um, within that because Twitch being a live platform, a live streaming um, thing, that's kind of like letting your audience get to know who you are in a personal way versus like the short form content like TikTok and um, 
Instagram, you know, Twitter, and you know, YouTube's a little bit longer, but like they kind of serve different purposes. But like it's it's kind of just trying to catch like the people that are truly interested in you and what you have to say and what you bring to the table and kind of get them over to the Twitch as well. Mm -hmm. Was timing ever a factor? Like, okay, man, I can't be. I'm on the West Coast, so motherfuckers is straight up asleep the rest of the world over if I start streaming at 10. Or is it like, well, by the time the big dogs get done, they release their people, and then their people are not ready to go to sleep yet? And then I get to rise to the top um, and just be visible at all because I'm still up and I'm still streaming. Right. Yeah, a little bit. I because we used to do. I think we started out just doing nighttime streams, like mm -hmm. seven to ten or something. Um, and I just did a little bit of research. There's a site called Sully Gnome. It's it's. I'll just I can put it in chat because. Um, and then put which, Homeboy's name in there too. I forgot yeah. about this feature. Shout out to Zoom. Um. So that gives Twitch analytics, and so just through using that i just checked that like for west coasters like us the times where they're the peaks of twitch that are peaking are actually roughly between our like 10 a.m and 2 p.m okay i got the time for that shit now quarantined and whatnot <laughs> <laughs> but i think it's it's also down to kind of who you who you want to target as well and and also your own schedule and your own preferences too because mm -hmm. as the viewers peak so do the people streaming and so that okay. just kind of creates more um what's it called you know more competition as well and you know there still is the strategy that i've learned of like choosing certain games that are popular enough that if you can stream with your the like current viewership you have, it can actually push you to like the top of that game's um, browse category. So okay. like if someone is interested in a specific game, they can click that game. And then if you have enough um, viewers and more than the others streaming that game, then it'll push you closer to the top. So then they can just kind of take a look at that. Though okay. it seems like Twitch is also changing up their algorithm a little bit. So it can favor like um, not all the big people. Um, but if someone just switches it to like browse by most current current most viewers, then yeah, if you choose a game that's definitely not as popular, yeah, and stream at the right time, then it could push you to the top so that someone that's just randomly interested in a game could just click it and pop in. That's I'm gonna pick your brain about this some more. Um just throughout even out outside of this podcast. But um mm -hmm. so for instance I tend to play games that aren't heavily like this dude, Das Medi or whatever his name is. He's like the king of like GTA five is all that he plays. And I'm like, damn, maybe he loves it that much, but he's stuck in a world of millions of people who want to see him play one damn thing all the time. Yeah, sure. And then I have some homies at, um, Boss Level 8, shout out to Boss Level 8. They are variety streamers. Mm -hmm. So it's literally them that you're going to see. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they're, man, they're playing mystery games like Carmen San Diego, weird computer <laughs> shit. Right. Yeah. Where it's like, uh, uh, find the, uh, the antique locket mm -hmm. that Jane uh, Middendorf uh, left in the cupboard <laughs> uh, in 1841. 
Right. And you're looking around like, okay, all right. So the audience is literally helping them play the game, mm-hmm. which is dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they're playing Paper Mario the other damn night. Like nice. they're playing Paper Mario. So they're very nostalgic too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like nerdy nerds, like where you're like, oh, wow, they brought out Banjo and Kazooie. I, mm-hmm. I'm here for this. You yeah. don't know what they're going to do, right? Yeah. So that's their thing. And then I tend to play shit like UFC 4. No mm-hmm. one's ever really checking for that, except for martial artists and fight fans. Mm-hmm. And apparently, it's just not a whole lot of them compared to people who would rather watch people play Call of Duty, mm-hmm. which is perfect, especially, I'm thinking, you tell me, you seem to be more experienced in this realm. Um, when you start out, it's like, man, you ain't got to compete with motherfuckers playing uh PUBG, let them do that. Like those guys who are super dope at it are gonna get on them people versus you do the thing that you love to do. Play Ghost of Tsushima. You do it incredibly well and you have a blast playing it. They're gonna feel that energy and just stay. Fix your overlay, note to self, because that shit is like my face is up there, but I forgot that I set the overlay to where the little viewing box is over here and I never switched it because I switched my face because it ought to be in the upper left, because it's out of the way. Mm. When I had it in the lower right, um, I noticed it's difficult to navigate through your menus and games, and they tend to put mm. vital information, like your guns and Apex, they're in the lower right. Now mm. there's my stupid face. <laughs> so what I did was I moved that shit up here to the upper left, but I never mm. adjusted the overlay. Homie hit me up last night. He's like, hey, I'm watching the stream. Fix your fucking overlay. It looks beautiful. (laughs) But the box is over here and you're over there. I was like, oh, dog, thanks. No wonder motherfuckers is like not camped out watching me play this shit. I'm like, I'm giving y'all premium content. What the fuck y'all doing? (laughs) Well, he was like, it's a little distracting because it's beautiful and you're doing great. It's just distracting to have that box right there. And I'm like, oh, okay. When you're trying to introduce someone to your shop, it's like, fix the storefront up. You know what I'm saying? So... Like, yeah, man, he did that shit last night. I was like, man, thanks so much for just telling me straight up right here, right here and there. I need to know. Because what doesn't pop up is um, on, on my side, I didn't realize this. The overlays don't pop up on your side. Well, on my side, I can't see my overlay. Hmm. It's only the viewers. They can see everything. I didn't think my shit was working. And he's like, no, it works great. It's just backwards. <laughs> I was like, all right, because, yeah, I'm going to switch it up. So uh, so I'm asking you, so, uh, for instance, mm-hmm. at the highest UFC forward, it'll be like 790 people watching. Mm-hmm. But the biggest viewership of the dude playing will be like, well, I guess it wasn't a heavy day, but he had like 26 people watching. Mm-hmm. That was it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I could get those for yeah. sure yeah. if i was just streaming when he does that sort of thing not that i'm competing with him at all but i was just like mm-hmm. just to get going um would you advise fucking with a game that's like that one i already love it two i know what the fuck i'm talking about over there mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and then three yeah. um we'd be on our performative shit anyway like this is what we do yeah it's just like it's finding your niche finding mm-hmm. what you like and what makes you passionate and bringing your flavor to it and figuring out what value you can give to your viewers and your community. Mm-hmm. And yeah, sometimes that's the thing is, yeah, if, if it's, if you're not looking for people that are just look that are browsing Twitch, 
Um, even though there, you know, there, there are people already on Twitch so that it's easier to just bring them over versus like someone from Instagram to get them to, who doesn't have a Twitch account to sign up for that and then start following you, mm-hmm. which still can happen, but it, it probably is easier. Yeah. It, it's like if someone is a UFC fan and they browse the game and they see your awesome looking overlay and they're interested enough to click in and be like, okay, what's this guy about? And then you bring your flavor to it. That is, um, so new, uniquely you and also brings value to whoever's watching and they want to hang out and they want to learn from you, then that's, that's more power to you. Mm. So yeah, definitely, definitely. And it, yeah, especially if you prefer to play UFC over something like call of duty or something where call of duty is a super popular game, but it's also extremely oversaturated. Right. Um, cause yeah, there's like millions of people watching it, but then there's also thousands of channels streaming it. Cause I've noticed Good. Oh, that, so then it just breaks down to like the average viewers per channel for Call of Duty would then be like 14. Mm-hmm. Versus like, yeah, you could get up to 26 or something on UFC, even though the, the total amount of viewers are less. But it's just like, it's, it's just the quantity versus quality. I was thinking about that too. I was like, it's way easier for me to like, I'd rather get 26 people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because then I have 26 people. And then if someone sees that you have now 37 people, um, they're more likely to stop mm-hmm. <laughs> versus, uh, yeah, you got two. It's probably your mom and your dad. And then you're doing your best. That's cute. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like they might slide over it. But if someone has, you know, 15 people, it's like, okay, I think the people stopped here for a reason. I think I'll yeah. stop and just have a look. Social proof. Social, Social proof. proof. Okay. Yeah credibility and credence and so mm-hmm. i've noticed that like whenever i would stream we have a little earthquakey quakey um i'm not sure if you felt that just to um yeah unless someone's upstairs walking like godzilla and gonzuki so, you didn't feel anything no okay maybe i'm feeling stuff anyhow yeah like i noticed like w- like when i would stream like final fantasy 8 on the like like the PS4, mm. people would just be chilling. Like would just mm. like it, I could be five people. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, no, that's great. Because that's all that you need at a time. And then you know, of those two, stay, follow, subscribe, whatever. That's dope. Keep doing that rinse and repeat. You're just getting your numbers up steadily. At that point, people just camp out now because you have something going on. Mm-hmm. You know, like like you know what I'm saying? And so Social proof. I'm, 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 you know, I'm gonna let that just echo in my head. Just the social proof right there, you know, something. You know, it's like a wreck on the, you know, highway or some shit. It's like, okay, let me slow down and see what's going on. It's just the population. Yeah. So, that's cool, brother. That's cool, man. I really appreciate you doing this, man. Yeah, for sure. Like straight up, man. We'll have to do this shit again. Yeah. You know. Sorry, I kept forgetting. I was. It's been a busy week. Yo, man. It was nothing but, it was nothing but a busy week, man. You never know what anyone's uh, experience is like outside of yours. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But you were like, "Hey, man, I just dropped the ball on that one." I was like, "Man, I appreciate your honesty and candor. Let's get it. <laughs> Let's get it in." <laughs> what are your uh, socials, my guy? Where can I find um, you at? James the Tang for basically all the big ones: uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch. Uh, I have Facebook, a public Facebook page but i don't use it like i don't facebook yeah 
Also, Facebook's like destroying democracy in the world as we know it. So we should probably move away from it. As well as people's lives, or yeah. it doesn't allow people to live them because they live yeah. them uh, virtually. It's a gross. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, my brother James, the Tang. You can find him on all platforms, especially Instagram. This man is a brilliantly talented actor. Actually, let's walk this shit back real quick. We met each other. How, James the Tang? We met on set. Um, I guess that was the first job I booked with my then manager. I okay. Think. And it was for what they were trying to call. What was it? It was like they call it TBS Digital now, but they were trying to create this the Heckler channel, I guess, or whatever for oh a TBS YouTube channel called the Heckler or whatever. They tried. Yeah. They tried. It, yeah. It was a TBS. Yeah, it was a TBS show. Their digital platform. Is that still? I don't even know if it's a if it ever really up on YouTube. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. It was TBS Digital. It was. Uh, I think it ended up. The title is just called Dating Fail. Okay. So if you guys, listeners out there, um, open up TBS Dating Fail, you will see up front and center the brilliantly talented James mm-hmm. the Tang. James Tang. Yeah, so that's where we met. We had a yeah. ball. Like we were shooting in some log cabin. Yeah, log like, cabin bar. Log cabin bar with a where that was. with a bear in the corner. I feel like it was yeah. in Glendale somewhere though. That yeah no yeah yeah you're right. I, right? I, mean, I feel like if I just look in my email for the call sheet, we can find the address to that. Because place. we met at a house in Glendale where they had everything set up, and then we moved yeah. from yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because they and just had remember, wardrobe and shit there at the crib. Yeah, that's right, yeah. And then we moseyed on over to that bar. Yeah. I have I no sense of direction. I do, I but. Mean, they also put us in a van thing? and, like, just, you know. I wasn't paying attention and we just, you know, the van just drives around and suddenly you're there. You're like, oh yeah, here, cool. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I have great sense of direction, but for that event, I feel like we was in the kidnap van and we got let out. Yeah. And then we were just act, there. Act, act, act. Yeah. Okay, that, okay. Now act, okay. Is this good? Is this okay? Yeah. Love me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. We're going to, we got to do this again, man. Cause we got all yeah, kinds of games. Sure. Plus I got to follow up with you. Once you procure Final Fantasy VII or the Ghost of Tsushima, probably do the Ghost first. Probably do that first. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna do the Ghost of uh, Tsushima first, and we're gonna break it down. We're gonna break it down. Yeah. We'll have a rhythm. It'll be good. All right, man. James the Tang. Much love, my brother. Thank you so much for being you. Just being who you are, man. Thanks for having me, man. Man, it's been a pleasure, man. And we'll wrap soon. All right. Send those tings, send those peoples to my, uh, the little chat, my phone, whatever. Yeah, put it to your, the chat. I'll send it to your phone as well. Okay. I appreciate it, brother. Have a great one, okay? And we'll talk soon. You too. Take care, man. Peace, brother. Later. Ladies and gentlemen, that was another episode. You'll probably miss the first part of it unless I get the um, audio from the Zoom itself because, man, I'm telling y'all what. I uh, I forgot to hit record on the podcast on my damn road. The, the roadcast was hilarious. Anyways. Hey, y'all can find me on... Uh, all right, the name of the podcast is I Mean, as you know. But you can find me on Instagram at Monkey D. Travanti, like Monkey D. Luffy. But Monkey D. Trevante, I too am a straw, a straw hat pirate. Um, 
And I'm telling you, man, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Plenty more to come. I miss y'all, man. I miss doing this shit, man. You know, shout out to Daniel Hill. Shout out to Ernest Thomas. Shout out to everybody, man. Rest in power, Breonna Taylor and everyone who's fallen, George Floyd, everyone who's fallen. Um, I just pray for the healing, man. I, I There's just a lot of healing that has to be done. A lot of work that has to be done. Put boots to the ground, put minds to the matter. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's all love. I'm sending love and light, man. For real. Everybody stay focused. Stay focused and understand what's truly essential, what's really important. Focus on the fundamentals. Be it communication, be it whatever it's going to be. Do it. Just do it with peerless technique. Train that way. And hopefully it'll end up being that way. You know what I'm saying? So much love and shout out to my brother, James Detang. Fantastic guest. That's the homie right there. And, uh, man, I'm going to be on Twitch here in a little bit. Um, same name, Monkey D. Trevanti. So subscribe now. Follow now. It's quite the show. You know how I get. How I can be. And shout out to Conway the Machine. His new album is out. It's incredible. What's playing now is Jesus Crisis. Conway the Machine. Uh, from the king to a god, man. From king to a god, man. That shit is too ill. Griselda. And until next time, y'all, Monkey D. Trevante. If you got any questions, you want to send some, uh, if you want to send some, uh, I don't know, content, questions, inquiries, what have you, send that to imeanpod at gmail.com. I-M-E-A-N pod, P-O-D, at gmail.com. Imeanpod at gmail.com, man. Holler at me there. Holler at me on Instagram at Monkey D. Trevante. Show me some love. I love y'all. All right, peace. Focus on and practice on loving each other, man. We need that. That's what we need. All right, peace out.